In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As a kid, I was sort of always sick. There are the big stories, like how when I was five, my family and I were decorating a live Christmas tree and I just stopped breathing, was rushed to the hospital, and my brother, still to this day, tells the dramatic story of having to throw out the Christmas tree once I got home. And then there are the boring stories, like how shortly after that event, I had to start getting allergy shots every week, every Saturday, for all of my childhood. There are also plenty of times since I've had migraines most of my life that I just found myself ill and in pain. And my beloved and exhausted parents would sit diligently by my bedside, tenderly stroking my forehead to provide what little comfort they could. And this is the memory that came up for me this week as I prayed through our collect set for today. There's something so holy in its honesty as our prayer draws on a line from Jesus's final words to his disciples, do not leave us comfortless. The prayer says, do not leave us comfortless, O God, but send your Holy Spirit. Today, we hear the stories from our sacred text of Jesus's ascension. The resurrected Christ has come back to make his presence known, and it's been made known in the breaking of bread, behind locked doors, and through the scars on his hands as Thomas tenderly touched them. For 40 days, the resurrected Christ was affirming and confirming the message of his life, his death, and his resurrection. What we hear today is not the joyous and miraculous beginning of the church that we will celebrate next week with the Feast of Pentecost, but rather about the story of how Christ told the apostles to wait a little while longer before they went out into the world. That the Spirit will come and will empower them to be a witness. As Christ was blessing them, Christ was lifted into a cloud and taken out of the apostles' sight. Now, of course, we all know that there are a lot of things in our faith that don't make logical sense. And the ascension certainly feels like one of them to me. But one of the things that I am most convicted about in my life is that I don't have to fully understand things to be affected by them. The point of the ascension to me is not just the miraculous nature of the event, but rather that Christ offers encouragement to the apostles. He lets them know that they are on the right path and encourages them to stay just a little while longer so that they can be present for the joyful nature of the Pentecost. It's as if Christ is saying there's more to come or just wait, it gets better. There's a tangible sense of encouragement in the ascension. 
It's in this moment of Jesus as he's leaving the apostles for the very last time. And yet God takes time to encourage them. Today is the last Sunday of the season of Easter, and I've been struck over and over again how the message that has woven through this season has been one of holding on to hope. Of course, we hear that Easter message on Easter morning, when the hope of the resurrection breaks through the darkness of that early morning but we've also heard it in the bishop's sermon as he shared about the universality of having an Emmaus Road experience. It's been this thread, this idea of holding on to resurrection hope. And as we find ourselves between the Feast of the Ascension, which was Thursday, and the Feast of Pentecost next Sunday, I'm especially struck with the idea that we do not find ourselves in the middle of this gnarly and tumultuous world without any sense of comfort or care. And honestly, if I let myself ruminate on it a bit, I'm sort of overwhelmed at how mindful God is of our needs. When I hear the story of the ascension, what draws my attention more than the clouds or the men robed in white, what draws my attention is that God knew that the apostles needed encouragement. Even though Pentecost is only 10 days away, God and Christ knew that they needed this gift of the Holy Spirit and that they needed a bit of comfort before they went out into the world. It is especially beautiful then when we remember that God is mindful of our needs as well. We, unlike the apostles, are not just 40 days from the resurrection, but thousands of years. And yet God is still mindful of where we are exactly in this moment on this day. Next week, we will celebrate with Christians around the world. It's marking the beginning of the church and we can wear red and be joyfully shoutful. But today we stand in need of God's comfort. And Christ promises to not leave us comfortless. When we take stock of the world or our community or sometimes even the rocky waters of our personal lives, it's near impossible for us to not become overwhelmed. We can become overwhelmed with all the needs or what all that needs to be done. It can feel too big or too challenging or we might feel too tired or too busy. But what I know and believe to be true is that God is not blind to the realities of what it means to be where we are right now. 
For so many of us, myself included, our understanding of God and relationship to God tends to ebb and flow. Sometimes we can even feel very far away from God at best and entirely disconnected at worst. But what the ascension shows me is that God is keenly aware of what it means to be human. That Christ understands how hard it is to hold on to hope. What the ascension shows me is that God desires to support us and to help us in more ways than we can even be aware. We find ourselves this morning in this in-between time, this time between ascension and Pentecost. But this time in between these two holy days is not a time of disconnect and isolation but of comfort and care, collectively and individually. When Jesus comes to the apostles and blesses them before he is ascended into heaven, this is the manifestation of those words before his death, that he will not leave us comfortless. And to be honest, as it, we go through these last few days leading up to Pentecost, I'm mindful of all the ways in which I really don't understand the Holy Spirit. No matter how many degrees I have, I cannot articulate concisely what the Spirit is and does in this world, but the promise of the ascension is that the Holy Spirit is coming to care and for and comfort us. And my friends, I do not have to fully understand things to be affected by it. Because even when words fail, I can tell you that in my darkest moments, and my moments where hope was dim and I couldn't see a way out, and I was tired and overwhelmed, that just as Jesus promised, I was not left comfortless. Amen. <laughs>